Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Week one is in the books as we move forward to week two. This is Laces Out. Jarrett Bailey, Kurt Homster with you as always. Thank you so much for making us part of your day. Kurt, yeah, week one is done. It was an eventful weekend. A lot of surprises, a lot of underdogs winning. It's good to see you, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, you know, some some people might think that I'm still crying over my Buffalo Bills, but no, I'm doing great. It was it was a fun week one. Got to be back in the stadium. Got to be around seventy thousand of my closest friends, and uh, you know, wish the outcome would have been different. But no, like you said, I mean, we had a lot of fun games, a lot of uh, maybe surprise games, and uh, that's that's the beauty. That is the beauty of the NFL, my friend. It is. And um, I mean, we could start with the Bills and Steelers, considering both of our rooting interests. Um, I think both of us were surprised about the outcome. I know I was. Um, and it was really, especially going into halftime, Buffalo's up 10 nothing. The Steelers' offense is incredibly stagnant, not doing anything. Um, so, you know, they come out, and all of a sudden, you know, the defense is playing well for both teams throughout the first half. Um, but then Pittsburgh just seemed to get a little bit of a getty up in their step. They get the two field goals inside the red zone, not exactly what they would have wanted, but points on the board. Um, but what really seemed to shift momentum a lot is the blocked punt uh, recovered by Ulysses Gilbert for a touchdown, putting Pittsburgh on top for the first time in the game. And then they didn't look back. Um, ben made some really clutch throws uh, in the fourth quarter, especially uh, to Juju Smith-Schuster, to Chase Claypool. Deontay Johnson made the juggling touchdown catch in the back of the end zone. Um, it wasn't pretty offensively for, for Pittsburgh. Um, they did just enough to get the job done and escape Buffalo with a week one win. Um, your takeaways from the Bills, though, because um, it's not as if they played terrible. I mean, they looked really good in the first half um, on defense, missed a few opportunities on offense. But um, for the most part, you know, they were in control for the first half. What do you think happened there, buddy? It, this this game was the epitome of week one football for, for both teams, I think, um, you know, shaking off the rust. Everybody might say, oh, that's what preseason's for. No, it, it, it's a lot different. It's a lot different when, you know, week one hits the ground running. All the starters are in. Everybody, these games count. You know, it's, you know, shaking off the rust and getting back to it. Um, but like you said, I mean, the Bills defense looked very, very good that first half. Um, better than we saw what we saw last year. You know, last year we saw them struggling with the run. They controlled Najee Harris. They really did not let the Steelers get going. And that's promising. They got some good pressure on him, on Ben Roethlisberger, which is what they were lacking so much last year. Um, so it was good to see. I mean, they held Najee Harris to 45 yards off 16 carries. So that's good. Um, it's it's the offense that you have to worry about, but I'm not really too worried. You know, Steelers have a, a top five defense in the entire league. They have a great, great front seven that looked like, Five of them were all pros, um, and, you know, Bill's offensive line just couldn't get it together, and that, that's what it came down to, really. You know, offensive line could not hold up the Steelers' pass rush, and that just let Josh Allen panic and made him run around and made him have to move. And, you know, the secondary played well. I was surprised with the Steelers' secondary. You know, they, you know, losing Steven, Steven Nelson this offseason, um, losing, uh, why is his name escaping me right now, Mike to Hilton. Cincinnati. Who's Mike Hilton, yes, thank you. Um so, you know, they, they surprised me. They, they played well. They locked down the Bills. Stephon Diggs kind of led the way, but he really didn't light them up too much from what we saw last year. He, he, he was the leading receiver with nine catches for 69 yards. So, you know, Steelers have a great defense. That's what it comes down to. Steelers have a good offense too. 
Um, that, that's it. I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't believe some of my mentions of, of Bills fans saying that the season has just gone in the trash and it's over. <laughs> it's not. It's week one against a very, very good team. And that's that. <laughs> it's not that difficult. Um, you know, if, if I know the Bills, if I know Sean McDermott and this team, they'll be just fine next week and they'll be just fine going forward next year or uh, for the rest of the season. It seems like you're getting on board with those people saying that the season's over. No, no, no. I'm thinking because last year, around the time when when the Bills uh, had a heartbreaking loss to the Arizona Cardinals on the Hail Mary, um, still still pains me. But you know what? They bounced back and they won out. They won out the rest of the season. They went to the playoffs. They won two playoff games. And after that game against Arizona, everybody said, "Oh no, what have we done? This is this is it. This is the end of the season." And look at that. It's not so. They play 17 games for a reason. Um, you know, I think a lot. I think a lot of the problem is a lot of Bills fans are already checking off the list that okay, Kansas City's a loss. Okay, Tampa Bay's a loss. You need to beat Pittsburgh. I, that's that's not the case at all. Though those teams are very very beatable, and it's very possible for a, a Super Bowl contending team like the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and to point this out before we continue this conversation, there are plenty of 1-0 teams right now that will miss the playoffs. There are mm-hmm. plenty of 0-1 teams right now that are going to make the playoffs. So let's be exactly. smart about our takeaways after one game, the opening weekend of a five-month-long season. We've got plenty of time. It's an 18-week season now. The, the Houston gonna... Texans are 1-0 right now, too. The Houston so. Texans are winning the AFC South right now. They're the exactly. only team that won. So exactly. let's, let's, be, let's be cautiously aware that, okay, yes – some teams looked better than others. It's week one mm-hmm. going into exactly. week two. We and still it's, have plenty of time. It's interesting. It's interesting too because I, I don't know the exact numbers. I saw somebody tweet it out, but if you look at the comparison from Josh Allen's stats last year when he played Pittsburgh, you know, in that very meaningful Monday night or Sunday night game, it's pretty similar. It's it's almost exactly the same from this week's week one game. Um, and, you know, that's just telling to how good the Pittsburgh Steelers are, both coaching and defensively. Um, so, you know, one bad week is not going to run Josh Allen out of the MVP talks. One bad week is not going to make the Buffalo Bills a, a non-playoff team. Uh, you know, some of the some of the play calls were very questionable. Uh, a fourth and one where they threw it back seven yards and lost, lost seven yards um, to Matt Breida. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not the offensive coordinator. That's Brian Dable um, and Sean McDermott. You know, so it'll be OK. Just take a deep breath. As, as Aaron Rodgers says, relax. It, it's all going to be OK. Don't worry. Exactly. So um, I do want to say this is probably the best coaching job that Keith Butler has done to date. Um, you know, you look at how guys like James Pierre and Trey Norwood played. It was a, it was really just a masterful defensive scheming job all around. I think really the. The two big differences were the strip sack by TJ Watt that Pittsburgh recovered that led to points and the block punt. You know, yep. Josh Allen, if Josh Allen completes that long pass to Emmanuel Sanders where he walks into the end zone early in the game, it's a completely it's a different, different game. story. Exactly. It's a completely so, different game. Buffalo is fine. It just so happens that Pittsburgh is also a good team, despite what everybody in the media wanted to believe coming into this year. Pittsburgh's also good. So I, I think that Bills fans do need to relax a little bit um, if they're panicking. Um, and there's a lot of fan bases that need to relax a little bit, specifically the Green Bay Packers, maybe the New Orleans Saints as well, um, on both ends of that spectrum, because um, oh baby, nobody was, nobody uh... saw nobody saw that coming. Um, no, it was 
I don't even know how to put it into words. It was the most non-Aaron Rodgers performance that we've ever seen, maybe. 15 um, for 28, 133 yards and two interceptions. And, yeah. you know, the Saints have a very good defense. We've known that for years. We've known that going into this season. But my goodness, um, I don't know anybody that would have guessed that Jameis Winston would have thrown for five, one, two, three, four, five touchdowns against the Green Bay Packers. Um I guess it's a good thing that the Packers spent a first-round pick on a cornerback, though. I, I suppose so. And um, <laughs> this is where I'm going to go in on. You know that Saints Twitter got angry at me, as do a lot of fan bases. Oh, you have a lot of fan Twitters that are uh, Twitter fans that are I, against I do. You. I do. And because I had said going into the year that the only time that Saints fans are going to be asking who that is when they're trying to figure out who just intercepted Jameis Winston's pass. <laughs> and after a masterful defensive performance from New Orleans, everybody wanted to act like it was Jameis Winston who single-handedly won the game, which couldn't be any more incorrect about what happened there. Jameis Winston, yes, he threw five touchdowns. He also threw for less than, I think it was 148 yards. He had, that tells you he the was, entire story right there that the Saints were setting them up in perfect field yes. position where they didn't have to do much. Yes, the box score will say, oh, my God, five touchdowns. This must have been all Jameis. Look at how many yards he threw for, and then look at what the Saints' defense did. He Not was trying to take 13, anything away. 14 for 20 for 148 yards. So, yes, you know, he only completed – or he only missed on six passes, but – they were dink and dunks. They were, like you said, in great field position that set them up for those touchdowns and nothing against it. You know, that's how you play football. You just aside, play. aside from the deep touchdown pass of Deontay Harris, I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, this was the Saints defense winning mm-hmm. this game, not Jameis Winston putting on some sort of passing clinic. It was mm-hmm. not that whatsoever. He threw five touchdowns. That's great. He'll, you know, it'll look great in the box score. 148 yards. The Saints defense is what won this game, not Jameis Winston by himself by any means. If we're giving like percentage credits, I'm probably going to go 80% Saints defense and 20, maybe even more for the Saints defense because if they don't <laughs> set them up in that great of field position multiple times around and just completely stagnate the Packers offense, it's a different game. And that, I mean, that is that's that's an elite Packers offense that you're talking about too. You know, the the reigning is. MVP and Aaron Rodgers. A great one, maybe even a top five running back in Aaron Jones, who had five carries for nine yards. There's Devontae Adams, arguably the best wide receiver in football, five catches for 56 yards. You know, I, I don't know, I don't know the stats. I have to look at the rule book or the uh, the the record books, but that's got to be close to a career low for Devontae Adams because uh, that's a that's surprisingly low stat for, for a guy like him. It was just a surprising game all around, really. Um, now, the Saints, who do the Saints play this week? Because I know the Packers play the Lions on Monday night. Um, mm, the Saints play the up. Panthers this week, actually. They play my babies okay. of the year, the Carolina Panthers. Yes, that's right. They are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm so yeah. tempted, so tempted to bet Carolina to cover. And I will be unbearable I, if the Panthers win. I would not be too totally surprised to be honest with you. Um, Carolina the looked defense good. played good. They, they, they looked look good. good. They, they were playing the New York Jets, but they did look good. And Sam Darnold, maybe he's back. Maybe maybe he, this is his coming out party. He, he's the reunited. Sam Darnold revenge tour has officially started, baby. Okay. Hey, he, he he's reunited with his buddy Robbie Anderson. We saw the reunited uh, the reunion this past week, and they look good. They, they, they did a long touchdown pass. 
Yes, exactly. You know, they they played well. Um, I was, you know, I was maybe expecting some more points. They only scored 19 on the Jets defense, but Sam Darnold, 24 for 35, 279 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 21 carries for 98 yards. Regular Christian McCaffrey thing because look at that. He leads the team in receiving as well with nine <laughs> catches for 89 yards. Um, so it, it was a good showing. It, it was a promising start to the season for the Carolina Panthers, who you have as a playoff team. And we'll see where it goes. Um, you know, if they put up a good fight, if they beat the New Orleans Saints, then I might hop on board with this playoff talk. But uh, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see where they go from here. Let's switch gears to the AFC, though, because we had an incredible game uh, between the Browns and the Chiefs yes. in which the Browns controlled for a large portion of that game. And, uh, you know, our buddy Matt Verderam, I'm sure that he was sitting on eggshells at some point before <laughs> Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes things uncorked a 75-yard touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill, and that seemed to start to change the uh, the course of the game right there. Um, look, we're going to talk about it later with the power rankings. If you're a Cleveland Browns fan, you've got to feel incredible right now yes. because that is as close to the brink as a team <laughs> has taken the Chiefs without beating them. This is an elite football team in Cleveland. It's an elite football team in Kansas City. We saw two Titans clash. The Browns yeah. – you know, they led 15 to three at one point, but as you know, the Houston Texans have proven to us, no lead against the Kansas city chiefs is safe. You, you um, never, you never, ever, ever, you really don't want to take a lead on the Kansas city chiefs until maybe two seconds left in the game, because Patrick Mahomes will do Patrick Mahomes things. Um, you know, we saw it in the, in the playoff game against the Buffalo bills, the bills were up by, by two scores. Chiefs came back. No problem. Um, chiefs were down to the Browns this past week. Came back, no problem. They won 33-29. to 29. Uh, Like you said, I mean, Browns fans, you are – you're okay. <laughs> the, the team is elite. I still think that the team wins the division. Um, and I think the Browns are a legit shot to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. They just put up a, a huge fight with the Kansas, City two, the Kansas City Chiefs, who are probably the favorites right now to go to the Super Bowl. I don't see why, you know, if they face off against them again – when the defense is is fully, you know, had a full season behind them, I think they'll be okay, and I think that they could really put up a fight with the Kansas City Chiefs and take them the distance. Yeah, it very well could have been a preview of the AFC Championship game uh, mm-hmm. in January. So, um, Cleveland, the Browns have nothing to be ashamed of there. Yeah, they didn't finish the job, um, but that was a masterful performance. Kevin Stefanski got it aggressive. Really wasn't, it, it really wasn't the, the fault of the Browns. You know, obviously, if you lose, there's always something that you can point to what went wrong. But it's not like they were making a ton of turnovers. It's not like they were making a ton of mistakes. The Chiefs are just almost a perfect team. And, you know, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, not many teams have been able to stop them uh, in recent years. So, like I said, it's not that the Browns really made too many mistakes. They just – couldn't keep up, and, and that's not something to be ashamed of, like you said, because the Chiefs are a very, very good team. They are. So, um, like I said, this could be a preview of the AFC Championship game, and if we get anything like we just saw, then we're in for a treat. Um, how about Matthew Stafford, though? Um, how about it? How about it? Those good Rams. for him. It was incredible to see. I'm so happy that Matthew Stafford balled out, because that's exactly mm-hmm. what I wanted. Um, finally getting a chance to play with the best overall team he's ever been on in his career. And he goes out and just uncorks two piss missiles um, <laughs> for touchdowns. Um, he played great. Uh, the Rams overall looked really good. They ate Andy Dalton for dinner uh, on defense. So the Rams, to me, I mean, outside of Tampa Bay, 
probably the second best team in the NFC right now. Yeah. Yeah. And you know how we said uh, Jameis Winston only had six incompletions? Well, Matt Stafford only had six incompletions too, but he threw for 321 yards and three touchdowns. That's how you do it. And But Jameis had more touchdowns, Kurt. So therefore. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, the Rams look really good. They, they looked really good all around on defense, on offense, the offensive line, who I had some questions, some concerns. I think a lot of people did going into the year. They, they played good enough. And, you know, I, the run game might not be what they want it to be. Uh, they got Daryl Henderson in there right now as the number one. He had 70 yards, so good, you know, a, a good showing. We'll see. They, they didn't really get Sony Michelle too much involved. He only had one carry for two yards. So I they think down the road, to, though, honestly, what's that? They didn't really need to, honestly. No, I mean, the, the pass game was early. working great. The, when you got when you have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and Van Jefferson and Tyler Higby, you don't really need to run the ball too much, uh, and especially with a quarterback like like Matt Stafford. So if you're an NFL team, you're probably looking at the Rams, I think, to maybe be the team to beat. Uh, obviously, the the Buccaneers are the Super Bowl reigning Super Bowl champs, but these Rams are good. They're really, really, really good. So uh, they they might be my favorite going down the, the going down the road here. I like them a lot too. Um, uh, they're my NFC Championship game pick. Um, I do have them. Uh, I think they were at least might have been Tampa Bay. I have them going far in the playoffs. Is what I'm trying to say. They're going to be very good. <laughs> um, so good for Matthew Stafford. Good for the Rams. Really happy for them. Um, the Arizona Cardinals um, absolutely dismantled a Tennessee Titans team that you and I both had questions about coming into the year, and it seems that we were well warranted having those questions because their defense got lit the hell up. You know, I was, I had questions on them, and then I said, you know what, they're going to be good, and they were not good week one. Um, so, you know, I still have questions with them, obviously, because they just got dropped 38 points on them on that defense, and they only scored 13 when they have A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry. The Cardinals just played outstanding. They they did everything they needed to do. They controlled Derrick Henry, which not many teams have been able to do. Derrick Henry ran the ball 17 times and only had 58 yards. Um, A.J. Brown had four catches. Julio Jones had three catches. I mean, the Cardinals put out a great game plan for the rest of the league to watch to, to control these Tennessee Titans. Um if, like you see the comment there, NFC West right now is going to be electric. You got the Rams, you got the Cardinals, you got the Seahawks, you got the 49ers. It is probably the best division in football, and they proved it in week one. Yeah, um, Chandler Jones is going to walk into practice playing that Better Have My Money song. Um, My God. He and was to think, absolutely to think electric. That, that he, he requested a trade, and could you imagine if the Cardinals traded him and he did that in week one somewhere else? Would have been, I mean, it would have reminded me of when the Raiders got rid of Khalil Mack and then he just absolutely yeah. tore it up in week one <laughs> against Green Bay. Um, I do I do love the fact that Taylor Lewan got eaten up by Chandler Jones, though. So that that made me that warmed my heart. Does this have anything to do with the fact that Taylor Lewan was uh, no. yelling at the end of the Bills game last no. year after they ruined the league by getting COVID by not listening to the NFL league policies? Because you know, I don't even I, don't I agree. Even know, I don't even know what you're talking about. I just I just like good football players, and Chandler Jones is a good football player. Here's the thing. I like Taylor Lewan, but that will always piss me off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, but Kyler Murray, it seems like every year we're like, well, maybe not every year. He hasn't been in the league for that long. But that last year and this year, Kyler Murray, dark horse MVP. I mean, it's only week one. I don't want to overreact too much, but my God, he's good. Um, 21, <laughs> 21 completions, 32 attempts. 
289 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Um, DeAndre Hopkins doing DeAndre Hopkins three things, two touchdowns. Christian Kirk, friend of the show, two touchdowns. Love to see Christian Kirk ball out, yes. And he did ball out. He he most definitely did. Um, your guy, A.J. Green, had a nice two catches for 25 yards. When did he become my guy? <laughs> no, you just always make jokes about how the Cardinals signed him this year. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I like A.J. Green. I liked him in 2012 when he was elite. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, the Cardinals um, – the thing with Arizona is that we saw this last year. We saw them start off really hot, and it was like a drag race for them. They start off really, really hot, and then they just fumed out at the end. Mm-hmm. Can they keep this up? That's the biggest question. I mean, they play in the toughest division in the NFL. Their schedule isn't exactly favorable because of that. Um, but if they can keep this hot start going, um, they could be in the conversation for that sixth or seventh wild card spot. I had them on the outside looking in just because of that division. It's just going right. to be hard. Um, but we could see all four teams make it in the playoffs from that division. Would not surprise I, me in the least. I, I kind of hope we do because all four, te- all four of those teams are so fun to watch. Yeah, and those four teams in the playoffs would just make the NFC so much more exciting. Um, I don't know. Our, our guy Dawson says Kyler Murray is going to be the only reason Cliff will keep his job at the end of the season. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Cliff Kingsbury is on a hot seat, you know, Maybe the Cardinals haven't met the expectations, but they're still a young team. Um, but I, I don't necessarily disagree. I, I really don't. I, I think that Kyler Murray is one of those quarterbacks that's just going to make anybody look good, and especially his head coach. But Cliff Kingsbury is a very good coach. He is. Uh, you know, it's just a matter of the way that he schemes things and kind of rubs people the wrong way, um, mm-hmm. especially in certain times when he uses DeAndre Hopkins just running on one side of the field. It's, it's a long conversation that we don't have time to get into regardless. Um, but yes, Kyler Murray is very good. The Cardinals look very good. Um, this division is going to be fun. Trey Lance threw a touchdown for the 49ers. That was cool. Um, just start him, for God's sake. Just start yes. him. Just, 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 just do it. Why not? Your, your team is not – I mean, you played, the, you played the Lions. That's fair. That's a fair argument. But you know what you're getting in Jimmy Garoppolo. Take, take the, the mystery surprise in Trey Lance and just let him loose. Let the horse Take go. the mystery box. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, the 49ers look good. They, they played the Detroit Lions. That's fair. You can make that argument that they're just playing the Lions. But 41 points, 30, uh, they, they let up 33 points, which is maybe cause for a little concern. But um, I, I like the 49ers this year. I, I said it when I made my season predictions. And I have them in, in my top 10 for the power rankings. I think they're a very, very complete all-around team. Uh, they did lose Raheem Mostert for the year, which is a, a brutal loss. But um, you know, Eli, Elijah Mitchell, Mitchell, Eli, Eli Mitchell stepped in, 19 carries for 104 yards yeah. and a touchdown. You, you yeah. can't complain. I mean, when you, have a good, when you have a good offensive line, you can make a lot of running backs look very good. You can. Um, the 49ers will play the Eagles this week. Um, so I'll let you take your quick week one victory lap about the way that Jalen Hurts played. Um, look, I said I would give credit where it's due if he played well. He did play well. Um, and you know what? I will say this, too, because I saw a stat that's going to piss off some people, but it made me laugh. Jalen Hurts in five career starts has more 300-yard passing games, too, than Lamar Jackson does in 38 career starts. One. Suck it! All right. <laughs> there. I said, something nice about, I said something nice about Jalen Hurts. That way you know I don't hate him. Easy there, Tiger. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts looked good. And, again... It's a bad opponent. It's the Atlanta Falcons. They have a very, very bad defense, but a horrible. Twenty-seven defense. for thirty-five, two hundred and sixty-four yards and three touchdowns. Have a day, have a day, Jalen. Uh, he also had seven rushes for sixty-two yards. So 
the, the Eagles aren't going to make make the playoffs. They're not going to be a a you know a big team this year. But I think they could be that spoiler team. They have a good defense. The the defense is okay, maybe not good, but decent. They have a decent good defense. Good was a little bit strong of a word. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I misspoke. They have a decent defense. I'll give them a decent defense. If they put up a fight on the 49ers and they can control them, I'll call them a good defense. But um, I, I, I I like them as just maybe a spoiler team. Miles Sanders had a good good week, 15 uh, carries for 74 yards. Devontae Smith got his first NFL touchdown, 71 yards along with it. They just, you know, they got holes, but they're – they're okay. They, they got a maybe bright future, I think. Yeah, Jalen's decision-making was really good. Um, mm-hmm. he looked good. I mean, he looked really good on the ground as well. Um, but like you said, it's the worst defense in football in the Atlanta Falcons. A, a team that's going to be one of the five worst teams in football in the Atlanta Falcons. They're going to be putrid. But, um, but it is promising for a guy sure. that you ranked 32nd in the league that I he did. can at least do that to the worst defense in the league. Sure, and that's fine. And like I said, I'm going to give credit where it's due. He played very well. Um, that, like I said, though, they play the 49ers next week. If he can do it against the 49ers, I will sing his praises. My guess is going to come back down to earth a little bit because that 49ers defense is among the best in football. I cannot see him do that against them. Um, so do it against the 49ers, Jalen Hurts, and I'll keep saying nice things about you. Um, if you don't, I'm going to call it like I see it. Um, but we've seen... Well, we've seen performances like this from him, but we've also seen last year against the Giants from him. Yeah. Uh, we've, it's just too inconsistent. If he can do this on a cons- more consistent basis, I'll keep giving him the praise that he de- rightly deserves after those games. Um, I want to see it against a good defense. And if he can do it against 49ers in week two, sure, I'm going to start coming around to Jalen Hurts. Um, right now, I'm, you know, I'm starting to turn the corner a little bit. If he plays well against the 49ers, I'll continue turning that corner. But... Um, it's going to take more than one good game against a horrid defense to uh, to change my mind about a guy. But this, like I said, credit where it's due, credit where it's due. He played well. The Eagles, you know, won by a lot. Don't think that's going to happen against San Francisco. I think they're going to come back down to earth a little bit uh, in that game. But um, let's uh, let's talk power rankings here, Kurt. Um, we each have our top ten teams here. Um, let's go ten through six. Uh, I'll let you start. Uh, so ten through six for you, and then I'll give my ten through six. Starting at number ten, a team that we just talked about, the San Francisco 49ers. I, I, you know, I already said I think they're a very good team. I think they're a complete team. Uh, they they had some some big injuries in, in week one with Raheem Mostert going down. I, I believe right, Jason Verrett is out for the season as well. Did I read that? Okay, so he's out for the year as well. So those are two big blows to the team. But again, you know, they're still a complete team. Uh, Debo Samuel had a career day um and it's it's exciting to watch for this team especially if they put in trey lance number nine we didn't talk about them really but we did talk about their division seattle seahawks uh they 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 beat a good defense they beat a good team in the indianapolis colts they looked okay and you know the offensive line didn't play great that was kind of the big question going into the season was was russ unhappy with with the offensive line and he's he's got reason to be upset, you know. I think he got sacked three times, but he's had a good day. He, he threw for four touchdowns. He scored twenty eight points. A very good uh, Colts defense. I, I, I like the Seahawks this year if they can kind of get it together on on defense a little bit more, be more consistent because we didn't see too much consistency last year. I, I think I think they'll be a good team. Uh, number eight, my Buffalo Bills. You know, they had an ugly week one, but there's no denying that they are a elite team in this league. They, it was just an ugly showing. It was just one of those weeks. 
Um, but I have no doubt that they will march down to Miami and have a field day as they usually do against the Dolphins. Number seven, I have your Pittsburgh Steelers. I had to do it. Um, they have a great defense. They have a very, very good defense that's going to win them a lot of games this year. There's really nothing else to say about them. Uh, they just have a good defense and great coaching. Uh, so number six, I have the Saints. And I put the Saints there because of the defense, kind of like the Steelers there. If they can keep doing what they did at Green Bay there, which they probably won't be able to do all year, but if they can do that with their defense, they might win some games and, and surprise a lot of people. It'll surprise me if they, uh, if they can keep doing that. And we've seen Jameis Winston put up points. We've seen him throw a lot of interceptions, but we've seen him have good games. Only keep- a matter of time, Kurt. <laughs> You're right. You are very right. But – We've seen him have good games, and he, he's due for one of those, and that could be a, a, a case next week against Carolina. So that's my my 10 through 6, 49ers, Seahawks, Bills, uh, Steelers, Saints. All right, so I'll start with my number 10. I have the Saints at number 10. Defense played great. Don't believe in the offense still. Do it. Have If Jameis can go out and throw for more than nine yards when he throws five touchdowns, then – Good for him, but when he's when your wide receiver one is Marquez Callaway, I'm not gonna believe it after one game. So, look, defense is great. You you already mentioned it. Defense is very very good. Um, so that that got them into the top ten for me. Um, so Saints are number ten. I want to see more of it. Uh, to have them keep going up, which I'm I'm doubting will happen. Uh, I've got your Bills at number nine. Um, like you said, just a just a bad game. Um. Even then, though, I mean, Josh Allen still looked like Josh Allen. You just the offensive line really let him down. Um, so you just got to give praise where it's due to the Steelers' defense. Um, I am not worried about the Bills whatsoever. I think they're going to go in and slaughter the Dolphins, like Josh Allen has become accustomed to doing. Um, so Bills at number nine. I've got the Seahawks at number eight. You mentioned it. Solid all around game. Beat a good team. Russell Wilson's there. Offensive line still a question mark, but the defense looks better than it was at this point last year. Um, so the Seahawks are number eight, I've got my Steelers at number seven. Um, look offensively, there's a lot to figure out. Offensive line needs to figure some stuff out. Um, but they did just enough to win. Uh, and they beat an elite team on the road, uh, which is big. Um, especially after they've lost the previous two games to the bills. Uh, it was big for Pittsburgh to go in and get a win. And then I've got Los Angeles chargers at number six. Um, I love the Chargers. You know how high I am on the Chargers, Kurt. I do. I do. Um, they just barely scraped by the Washington football team, but okay, go ahead. Who has a top three defense in the NFL. Um, so I, Justin Herbert played well. Um, the defense didn't allow a lot of points to Washington. I would have liked to see the offense put up a little, bit more, a little bit more points for the Chargers. I feel like they left a little bit on the field there, but Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both had very big days. Justin Herbert threw up for a boatload of yards. I think they're fine. Um, they went in, they beat a good team on the road uh, on the opposite side of the country. So Chargers are number six for me. I still love them very much, and I think they're going to be uh, one of the teams to beat in the AFC. So my 10 through six is Saints, Bills, Seahawks, Steelers, Chargers. Okay. All right, moving on to the top five here. Uh, number five, I put the Arizona Cardinals in there. Uh, they had a phenomenal week one. We already talked about it. Kyler Murray is emerging as maybe an MVP candidate. We say that every year, but uh, I like them a lot. They have a ton of talent on offense. Chandler Jones, if he can keep this up, along with J.J. Watt, say what you want about him, but he still has a ton of talent there. They could be a, a sneaky team. Like you said, it's it's a tough division, so it's a tough schedule, but uh, I, I, li- I like the Cardinals a lot. Number four, I have the Cleveland Browns. We talked about them. They are very, very good. 
Um, there's not many holes on that team. The secondary is outstanding. They have, they still have Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney. Say what you want about him. I'm not a huge believer, but <laughs> if you're across from Miles Garrett, anybody can look good. Um, and you know they'll be getting Odell Beckham Jr. hopefully back for Week Two. That that's a big upgrade. And, and Baker Mayfield's going to like that extra target, extra weapon, and the run game is just unbelievable. I would do ungodly things for the Bills to have a run game like Cleveland <laughs> Browns. Um, so number three, I have the L.A. Rams. We saw SoFi Stadium for the first time packed with fans, and Matt Stafford did not disappoint. Um, they 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 really look good, and I, I already mentioned kind of what we have with them, and uh, I, I'm impressed, and I think that they're going to have a really really good season. Um, number two, you can kind of flip flop back and forth between the Chiefs and the Bucks. The Bucks are reigning Super Bowl champions, but. I, I just got to put the Bucks at two. The Chiefs, it just seems like they're on a mission. They're pissed off after that Super Bowl loss. And it seems like the Chiefs are are still the team to beat, even though it sounds weird. The Buccaneers have all their starters returning. They're Super Bowl champions. But the Chiefs are just very good. They're so good. They have the best player in the league right now in Patrick Mahomes. And I, it's hard to bet against them. It, it really is. Um, so I, I got Buccaneers number two. I got Chiefs number one. So – I'll run through my five. Uh, I got Cardinals at five, Browns at four, Rams at three, Buccaneers at two, Chiefs at one. Uh, we have the exact same top five. My no friend. way. Wow. Yeah, we do. Um, look, Arizona played phenomenal. Everything that they did on both sides of the ball was really good. Aside from the one interception by Kyler Murray, they played a perfect game uh, against a solid team on the road. Um, they deserve a lot of praise. If they can keep this up, they're going to be a playoff threat. Like I said earlier about the Browns, absolutely no reason for me to move them down too much after the performance that they put up against the best team in the NFL. Um, I wasn't going to knock them at all for that. Um, so the Browns are still an elite team in this league. Um, who do I'll have to see who they play this week. No, they play the Texans this week. So RIP okay. to yeah. Tyrod Taylor, um, uh, his former team, Tyrod Taylor. Um, who, so who we did, we, we didn't even mention, but shout out to Tyrod Taylor. He, he played a good game, a he surprisingly did. good game for the Houston Texans, and they got their first win of the year. So, and maybe their only win of the year. But yeah, Houston Texans take down Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. Quick shout out. Go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, I still love the Browns. I think they're going to win the division still and be a top three team in the AFC. Uh, Matthew Stafford and the Rams. My God. Somebody that we both love and mm-hmm. is the team that we both love doing well. We love to see it uh, for the Los Angeles Rams. The Buccaneers, um, I would have put them at number one if they had beaten a better team than Dallas um, and let Dallas hang around like they did. They let Dak really go off, so I have a little bit of worries about their defense right now. Um, and then the Chiefs, number one. Uh, yeah, they fell behind early, but Patrick Mahomes did what Patrick Mahomes does and helped them come back and win against a very good team in the AFC. So Cardinals, Browns, Rams, Buccaneers, Chiefs are also my top five for our power rankings. Kurt, before we get into our game balls, uh, a quick word from Play Action Pools. We have exciting news. Our podcast is partnering with PlayActionPools.com this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport we love most. You'll be able to get in on the action with our PlayActionPools.com football pick'em challenge, which is open to everyone. Here is how it works. Sign up for our contest, Believe Football Pick'em, at PlayActionPools.com and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest profile games of the week between NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com and sign up for the contest Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V, football pick'em, 
And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to playactionpools.com. They got Survivor, Pick'em, as well as a cool sportsbook style concept called Build Your Bankroll. Playactionpools.com, your new home for all your office sports pools. Can win some fun stuff and you can beat beat Jarrett and I and uh, have the bragging rights for being the superior NFL fan, I guess, maybe. You can. So go ahead and uh, sign up and compete against not just Kurt and I, but everybody else uh, at Believe uh, to see if you can win some cool stuff. Again, that's playactionpools.com and Believe, B-L-E-A-V, football pick'em. So, uh, Kurt, let's give out some game balls from week one. I will let you go first. Who are you giving your offensive game ball to? Offensive game ball, it's – I've been raving about him all show already. I think this is the fourth time I mentioned him, but Kyler Murray. Um, it's, it's the easy choice to me. Uh, I, don't, I don't know who, who, your, who your choice is, but the Cardinals just beat a good team in the Tennessee Titans, and t- Kyler Murray hardly missed. He was 21 for 32, 289 yards, four touchdowns, and one pick. That is a very good showing for week one. Uh, he has a, a great cast of talent around him. I like this team. Uh, Kyler Murray, game ball offensive MVP for me. Yeah, and the player I picked, there were quarterbacks that had better games. Um, Sam Darnold, uh, going out yeah. against his former team. Uh, all the questions in the world still being asked, all right, is he is he even the real deal? Was this a trade worth making? And he goes out and he plays very well. Um, the long touchdown pass to Robbie Anderson, he didn't turn the ball over. Um, Panthers play well. They got to win. There's a reason that I like them a lot this year. There's a lot of reasons I like the Panthers this year. Sam Darnold is one of them. He'll get my game ball this week. All right. Who do you got for uh, your defensive game ball? Um, it might be a little bit of a cheat, but he's a defensive player. He's a linebacker, and he uh, scooped and scored a blocked punt for a touchdown. Linebacker Ulysses Gilbert for Pittsburgh. Uh, mm-hmm. Without that play, good chance Pittsburgh doesn't win. And um, it, it made me jump out of my seat. I'll say that. <laughs> um, so Ulysses Gilbert from Pittsburgh. I could really give it to the entire Steelers defense for how they played, um, especially, like I said, Trey Norwood, a seventh-round rookie, got a lot of playing time. And he played really well. James Pierre had a good game as well. And, of course, Cam Hayward and TJ Watt. But um, simply uh, for that one play alone, and a guy who doesn't get a lot of mention, I'll give it to Ulysses Gilbert, linebacker from Pittsburgh for his blocked punt, or his, his recovery on the blocked punt uh, for the touchdown against the Bills. I, uh, I must just be a, a honorable Arizona Cardinals fan today because how can you go against Chandler Jones? How? When was the last time we had – it was probably last season. I can't remember. But when was the last time we had a guy get five sacks in a game? Do you know off the top of your head? I think there was a there was a Giants player that I think had six in a game. It might it might have been OCU in Europe, maybe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up real quick. Hang on. Um, most I want to say a Giants guy did it, and I think it was against Philadelphia. Um, okay. Adrian Claiborne had a bunch of sacks against Dak a few years ago. I know that. I don't know if it was five, but it was close. Let's see. What is the most sacks for a single player in one game? We probably Derek should have Thomas done this research before, but um, I know the record's seven because Derek Thomas did it with the Chiefs. The NFL record for a single oh for season stacks, yeah, as we know, Michael Strahan, but single game. Um, let's see. The record for most sacks by a single game by one player belongs to Derek Thomas, formerly uh, formerly of the Kansas City Chiefs. Say uh, against the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, where is I need a list here? Come on, there Good we go. Pro football right. reference. Okay, yes, I got it. So Derek Thomas had seven uh, back in 1990. He also holds number two with six in 1998. Uh, oh, let's see. Okay, I feel so, like Adrian Claiborne might have had five. You know, Adrian Thomas. Claiborne had six. Um, he had, he had, six. had six. 
Um, okay. So, wow, that is, that's incredible. Um, but when was the last time 2017 Adrian Claiborne was the most recent, I believe. Cause that was when the yes. Cowboys offensive line was absolutely decimated. And yes. Adrian Claiborne ate Dak for an entire <laughs> afternoon. So 2017 is the last time we had an insane amount of sacks in a game. That was six from Adrian Claiborne. Here's um, the Giants so yeah. guy that did it because I know that there was one and it's going to bother me if I don't know. I feel uh, it was like 2009. Okay, 2007. Do you have a, a final guess? I'm going to say it was either OCU Minora or Justin Tuck. You were right with your first guess. Cool. He had he had six against the Philadelphia Eagles in September ah, 30th, 2007. So You're so good with your trivia. Um, I know. So yes, Chandler Jones. Trivia show. I, I know. We I kind of missed that, but it's not it's not off season. We have plenty it's to talk. We have plenty to talk about time. now. Um, Chandler Jones five sacks five. Um, I'm sure JJ Watt was a little upset that he couldn't get in on the fun, but my God. Chandler Jones just ate that Titans offensive line alive. And Ryan Tannehill is probably still having nightmares about it. So shout out to you. Um, an honorable mention, you made your already, but Pittsburgh Steelers, I mean, TJ uh, Watt is a, a walking animal and he just <laughs> ate Deion Dawkins alive. Uh, another honorable mention to Melvin Ingram because he looked like an all pro out there. Uh, he was just dancing around and getting to the backfield in seconds and it was you know as an nfl guy it's cool to see but as a bills fan i hate it um but it's okay we got we got we got a, we got a good good matchup next week yes i did say we jared just to piss you off um we got a good matchup <laughs> next week against the miami dolphins and i'm excited for it I, I think it'll be a big bounce back game and i can't wait I agree, though. I think that they're going to bounce back in a big way. Josh Allen has owned the Buffalo Bills. Um, a game that we haven't mentioned yet is probably the game of the week. He, Raiders. You just said that Josh Allen has owned the Buffalo Bills. I meant the Miami kind of, Dolphins. I, he kind I of does do that, too, yes. Yeah. Um, but we didn't even mention the Raiders-Ravens game, which was arguably the game of yes. the week. I was going to bring it up. An unbelievable game. Max Crosby had a really good game. Um, Derek Carr played really well down the stretch. Um, good for the Raiders. A team that fan base hated us for a few days. Mm -hmm. Probably still. I, I was getting ready. I was getting ready for some people to start tweeting at us. I was. I was really expecting some some Raiders fans to say you might not have, but they did it to me. They did it to you. Okay, I, I must have. I missed out on the fun, I guess. But um, yeah, they they played very well. The the defense controlled Lamar Jackson, which is not very easy to do. Um, like you said, Max Crosby looked really good. Shout out to the Raiders. They they really. I mean, from going to storming the field, thinking that the game was over to uh, being on the one-yard line, to having a flag and being pushed back to the five, to an mm -hmm. uh, interception, to thinking that the game is over, and bouncing back. And my goodness, Zay Jones, you are the hero. And just just a good game. I mean, the Raiders fans should be happy. I'm sure Las Vegas was uh, very fun after that Monday night game. I'm sure it was, too. Um, we can preview week two now um, because the Ravens play the Chiefs. Very good chance they start off 0-2, Kurt. They, they, the Ravens haven't beat the Chiefs in the Patrick Mahomes era. They've struggled against the Chiefs specifically last year when Lamar Jackson only threw for 97 yards on Monday Night Football. Um, there's a good chance that they start off 0-2, and, and uh, that puts them in a pretty deep hole whenever Cleveland and Pittsburgh are playing well, the Bengals are playing well. We haven't even mentioned the Bengals winning. Um, <laughs> so um, we can get into some game picks here uh, for, for week two. Um, if you have yours ready, I've got mine ready. Uh, so I will let you fire away with your first one. All right, my first one. I, I 
Well, here before we do this, let's let's recap what happened in week one with our picks. Sure. Um, All right. So uh, my, my picks for week one were the Buffalo Bills, the Seattle Seahawks, Denver Broncos, Carolina Panthers, and Minnesota Vikings. So the Bills and the Minnesota Vikings let me down a little bit, but I still got three wins. Uh, Seahawks beat the Colts. Denver Broncos, who we didn't talk about it, but uh, they, they beat the, the New York Giants. Teddy Bridgewater looked good. Defense looked good. Uh, and then the Carolina Panthers beat the Jets. So I, uh, I went three and two in week one. Uh, I went four and one in week one. I picked the Panthers, the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Seahawks. I went with the Giants. If I would have gone with the Broncos, would have had a clean sweep of a week. Um, but yeah, um, it's a good week for picking for for me. I mean, not a bad one for you. You're just a game behind me in the standings now um, as we go into week two. Uh, so who is your first pick? I'm, I'm doubling down. They let me down, but Buffalo Bills march into Miami, <laughs> own that division, show them who's boss. I got the Buffalo Bills beating the Miami Dolphins. Have to do it. All right. My first one is the Cincinnati Bengals to go into Soldier Field and beat the Bears. The Bears are bad. The Bengals aren't. <laughs> they surprisingly played very well in week one, yes. I tried to tell you they were going to be at least a seven-win team, and you didn't want to hear me, Kurt. Um, so um, I, I think they're going to start off 2-0. and Jamar Chase caught things. He caught the ball, Kurt. <laughs> he caught many um, things, yes. He caught many things. Um, so – the Bengals offense looked good defensively. They were very sound. Um, so, yeah, I like the Bengals over the Bears. Okay. Well, you stole one of mine, so uh, I'm going with the Bengals as well. Um, I, was, I was impressed. I, I really was. I was I was interested to see how Joe Burrow would, would handle himself coming back off the injury. And he looked poised. He looked good. He, he made the smart plays and trusted the team around him, and their defense played well. So, um, I like the Cincinnati Bengals, but so we are on the same page there. Uh, so my next pick, I will go with. You kind of convinced me earlier in the show. I'm going with the Carolina Panthers. Why not? <laughs> Why not? What if they beat the New Orleans Saints and they say the Drew Brees era is over? We are the Carolina Panthers, and we are taking over. Um, I think that Sam Darnold is going to continue to have a good day or a good season, and no better test to do it than a very good defense like the New Orleans Saints. The Panthers follow me on Twitter now, so I'll make sure to. to really? rem- what? Yeah, so they tweeted out that crazy virtual cat thing that, that they yes. have. I quoted it and said, "It's nice to see that Michael Bay owns the Panthers now. That's pretty neat." And they thought it was funny, and uh, they sent me a gif of uh, uh, Chris Farley saying something about hugging, and then we had a virtual hug, and they followed me. So that's incredible. Carolina, I love it. Carolina wow. Panthers and I are very close now. Nice. Um, so no, good for you. Um, I hope that they do. You know, I love the Panthers and I want them to be successful. And I want the Saints fans on Twitter who are tweeting at us to shut the hell up. So, (laughs) yes, go Panthers. Um, My second pick, um, the 49ers to beat the Eagles. Um, They are only three and a half point favorites over the Eagles. I took that and ran. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, granted, it is in Philadelphia, cross country trip for the 49ers. uh, And the Eagles just won by 20. So that's understandable. Um, but I will take the 49ers to beat the Eagles. Uh, I just think their defense is going to be too much for that offense. And the 49ers offense looked really good. So, uh, yeah, 49ers over the Eagles. My second pick. Uh, my third one, you already took one of mine as well. I'm going to take the Bills over the Dolphins. I think Josh Allen's going to go in there. He's going to be playing pissed off against a Dolphins defense that, outside of the secondary, might be a little bit overrated. Um, so I will take the Bills over the Dolphins. All right. My – what is this? Fourth pick now. Mm-hmm. You you might not like it, um, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys over the L.A. Chargers. The Cowboys looked surprisingly good in week one against a very, 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 very good team in Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So 
I think that Dak can put up a lot of points. I think that offense can score a lot of points. I'm not completely sold on the Chargers defense. They have some good players, but they could be exposed by a team like the like the Dallas Cowboys. Um, it just comes down to defense, and defense really did not play too terribly bad against against the Buccaneers. But we'll see. This is another good test for them um, with Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Evan or Mike Williams. Um, so I'm going to do it. The Cowboys got one at some point. Just just score a lot of points. That's all you got to do. Even if you give up 40 points, score 50 points, and you win. Yeah, this is a game that I haven't touched because I really don't know how it's going to go. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. would not would not surprise me if Dallas would win that game, though. They played very well in week one. Uh, my next pick, Chiefs to beat the Ravens. It just seems like a yearly tradition where we get to witness <laughs> a public murder while Patrick Mahomes tears apart the Baltimore Ravens. So I'm not going to expect anything different until I see anything different. I think that they're going to beat Baltimore, who's depleted on the offensive side of the ball and really defensive side of the ball now because Marcus Peters is gone. So um, I think that it's going to be a public stoning uh, of the Kansas City Chiefs over the Baltimore Ravens. And the Ravens fall to 0-2 with a lot of question marks going into week three, um, especially if Cleveland and Pittsburgh and Cincinnati all win. That would put them at a pretty early hole. Um, Week three, uh, the Ravens will play. Let me find it real quick, and I will tell you who they play. Um, Week three, the Ravens play. Drum roll, please. This is great dead air. Where the hell are the Ravens? I know. I'm trying to scrolling. Uh, They play the Lions. So, I mean, that might be a nice little saving game. All right. That's a good pick-me-up game. It is. So, yes. The the Ravens have really had a season from hell so far. They lost their starting running back. They lost their backup running back. They've lost their maybe number one, number two cornerback in Marcus Peters for the year. that is that's tough. That's tough. Not to the, the right tackle Alvin Aleva looks god awful. Looks lost. Yes. So it's it's not ideal, but uh, still only a season left. No time to panic. Yet. Uh, my fifth and final pick. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go with the Tennessee Titans. I think that they bounce back. Uh, they do play the Seattle Seahawks, who have just played a very good Week One game against the Indianapolis Colts. Maybe we overhyped the Titans a little bit, but. They still have a lot of talent on that team. Um, Seahawks don't have a great defense. What? What's that confused place face? What do you mean? What do you mean we? Okay, I, I looped all media members into the same uh, okay. into the same I'm category. Sorry, I, sorry. I know that you. I, I know that you don't like the Tennessee Titans and um, don't believe in them, but I think that they do bounce back. And there's no way that that teams are going to be able to control Derrick Henry every week, yeah. like the Arizona Cardinals did. They still have A.J. Brown. They still have Julio Jones. Ryan Tannehill is a good quarterback, especially with those weapons. I think they bounce back, and that's that's a good that's a good way to, to bounce back against a very good team in the Seattle Seahawks. If they can do that, I, I might start believing in them a little bit more. Depends how they win, though. That's fair. All right, my final pick. Uh, Rams to beat the Colts. You know I like the Colts, Kurt, but I love the Rams. Hang on, wait. Um, time out. Do they wait? Oh. I was wrong. Never mind. Continue. My fault. Did you think that the Rams played somebody else? Yes, I did. For some reason, it was I might have mixed up week three and week two, so my fault. If it makes you feel better, I'll out myself real quick. Um, I wrote an entire column on what the Patriots need to do to beat the Saints this week. Patriots <laughs> play the Jets this week, um, and I got a I got a text from our buddy Matt. Uh, he's like, hey, man, um, the Patriots play the Jets this week. So I was like, ah, so I fixed uh, it. Oops. Uh, yeah. Uh, which you can go read now on Fansided, How the Patriots uh, five 
five things okay. the Patriots need to do to beat the Jets. Um, Rams over the Colts. Um, the Colts just, I mean, we've talked about it in the preseason. They just got absolutely hammered in the early part of the season. Um, you know, they put up a you know, valiant effort against the Seahawks, but um, ultimately came up short. Now they play, to me, a better team in the Rams. It's not going to be easy. Um, so I like the Rams to keep rolling. Uh, I think they're going to be maybe the number one seed in the NFC. Um, they're, they're really good, Kurt. The Colts are good, mm-hmm. but they're not as good as the Rams. So I'll take uh, Los Angeles to beat the Colts. Okay, fair enough. All right, so to run through real quick before we – Head out. My week two picks are the Buffalo Bills, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Carolina Panthers, the Tennessee Titans, and the Dallas Cowboys. My week two picks are the Bengals, the 49ers, the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Rams. Uh, going into week two, we got Thursday night football tomorrow. New York Giants, Washington football team. Daniel Jones, a little side note here, 4-0 against the Washington football team in his career. Um, now, they have, now the Washington football team has Taylor Heineke at the helm because Ryan Fitzpatrick had a pretty nasty injury. Uh, we don't know how long he'll be out for exactly, but Taylor Heineke at the helm. So that's an important game because those two teams are really going to be probably the two teams that it comes down to for the division. Maybe the Dallas Cowboys in there as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's I'm, I'm looking forward to that game. I would have been looking forward to it a little more if uh, Fitzmagic was in there, but what are you going to do? Would have been the second consecutive. No, it wouldn't have because they played. Never mind. I was about to make a side note. It would have been the second straight year that Ryan Fitzpatrick played on week two of Thursday Night Football. But they played Jacksonville week three of Thursday Night Football last year. So, <laughs> But, um, yes, regardless, um, here's the thing. Heineke's played well. Uh, he played well against Tampa Bay in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He played well against the Chargers. Um, I'm not – I don't think it's going to be too much of a drop-off is what I'll say. No, I don't, I don't think so either. And it's, it's a – Good test against the New York Giants defense. Like, look pretty bad week one. Uh, they still have some good talent, but we'll see. I, I, I don't think you need to write off the the Washington football team. I think they can be just fine, and I think they can win some games with Taylor Heineke. Well, if you're going to bet this game, bet the underdog. Uh, the underdog just really seems to cover in Thursday night football games. So uh, if you want to bet on this game and you look at Daniel Jones' history against the Washington football team, the uh, plus three, I think, is what the line is for the Giants right now. Go ahead and bet that if that's what you're looking to do. I'm not touching it because I don't trust it. But uh, <laughs> if you want to, that would be my advice to you. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us today on Laces Out on the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, week two uh, will start tomorrow, like we just said. Giants, Washington football team, big slate of week two action coming Sunday into Monday night where the Packers will play the Lions. Um, what are you looking forward to most this weekend? The easy choice. Josh Allen owning the team that he has just dismantled almost every time that he's played them. If it wasn't for Charles Clay, stone hands in the end zone, Josh Allen would be almost perfect against the Miami Dolphins. So just bounce back, please. I, for for my sanity, for Bills Mafia's sanity, I need I need Josh Allen and I need the Buffalo Bills to have a, a big bounce back game. Um but other than that, I mean, it's 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 going to be a fun week. There, like you said, the the Chiefs play the Ravens. I'm always looking forward to those games because it seems like the Chiefs just always just stick it to the Ravens, and that's there's nothing better than that. So uh, yes, there's 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 a lot to look forward to in week two. Yeah, that's going to be a public curb stomping, um, <laughs> if I had to guess. But uh, yeah, the Steelers play the Raiders. Uh, we've talked about this on here before. Uh, Big Ben only two and five against the Raiders in his career. That said, Raiders are missing some guys. Gerald McCoy just went down with a season-ending injury. Um, as did Denzel Good, their starting right guard, their starting left guard, excuse me. Um, so if Richie Incognito isn't playing, they're starting two backups at guard. They don't have their starting defensive tackle. Uh, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, and oh my goodness, yes, yes. they're going to smell blood in the water, and Derek Carr is going to die. Um, so 
hopefully um, for the Raiders' sake, for Derek Carr's sake, these backups can at least contain that front seven at Pittsburgh. Um, but if it's anything like we just saw in Buffalo against a good Bills offensive line, uh, TJ Watt might eat, uh, <laughs> as will the rest of that front seven. He, so, hey, he might have a five-sack a five sack day, maybe. Look, he was snubbed of a Defensive Player of the Year award last year. I hope he just continues to go off and wins it this year. Um, he deserves it. Uh, I'm not going to argue that at all. He deserves it for sure. So uh, that's what I'm most looking forward to as a Steelers fan. But um, Bengals-Bears is going to be a game that I'm watching because, mm-hmm. you know, you know how much I love Joe Burrow. Uh, I want to see Cincinnati win. Not because, not just because I bet on them too. Um, <laughs> but the Bengals, it's about time, man. It's about time that they Ooh. had something again. I mean, they haven't been very good in a, quite a few years. Um, and they seem to have a guy that, you know, can be a franchise guy going forward. I think he's going to be better than what Andy Dalton was. No disrespect to Andy Dalton. Love Andy Dalton. Um, if, and if uh, the Bears, if the Bears would just start Justin Fields, it could be all better and things could, uh, could work out in their favor, but they're just too stuck on playing a $10 million quarterback in Andy Dalton. Is what it is. That's a, that's a Matt Nagy. Uh, by the mm. way, he is the, uh, betting odds favorite to be the first coach to get fired this year at four to one right now. I like those odds. I do like yeah. those odds. <laughs> so Bengals bears is a game that I'm really paying attention to. Um, as is the 49ers Eagles, just because, you know, like I said, give Jalen hurts credit. He played well, do it against a good defense, mm-hmm. please. Just so I, you know, if you want to prove me wrong, that's then I'll eat my words and I'll give him the credit where it's due. But, uh, right now, uh, that'll be a fun game to watch too. So, uh, Again, thank you, everybody, for making us part of your day, whether you're watching it live right now on Twitter or YouTube or listening to it later on, probably tomorrow as a podcast. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, Kurt, where can they follow you on Twitter? You can follow me at Kurt, K-U-R-T, Hamaser, H-A-U-M-E-S-S-E-R-88. Uh, just released my my piece this morning for five players that need to be better next week because you know there was probably more than five. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. check it out on Fansided. Uh, I got some stuff coming out. Throughout the week, so follow me along there. Jared, where can they find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JBaileyNFL. New stuff now for Pittsburgh Sports Now. Um, yes. That is where you'll find all my Steelers stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so that's where you can find a lot of my Steelers stuff, uh, along with Fansided. Uh, just released two pieces this morning for Fansided. As I mentioned earlier, um, five bold predictions for Patriots versus Jets, five bold predictions for Steelers versus Raiders this weekend. So check those two out on Fansided. Um, and then... Um, Pittsburgh Sports Now, why the Steelers front seven could be smelling a little bit of blood in the water right now against the Raiders. Um, So go check all of that out. Uh, Follow us each on Twitter. Follow Believe Podcasts on Twitter, which is our home uh, for Laces Out. We thank you guys so much for listening to us uh, as you do every week. We will see you after week two, and -hmm. we'll have more recaps and stuff to talk about. So uh, enjoy Thursday Night Football. Enjoy your weekend of football. Um, And we will see you to recap it all here on Laces Out. For Kurt Homicer, I'm Jarrett Bailey. We will see you then on the Belief Podcast Network. See you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.